This episode of the Morning Skate is brought to you by Laga Sports. Laga Sports specializes in making 100% custom, fully sublimated uniforms and apparel for a variety of sports, but they're known for the premium quality and creativity of hockey jerseys. They have a one-price, any-design policy. It doesn't matter if you're looking for a simple NHL style or if you're wanting to create jerseys that look like Rebel Fighters from Star Wars. The price will always be the same, and the design of possibilities are endless. Check them out at lagasports.com. That is lagasports.com. L-A-G-A-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com. Own your look, own the game. Guys, welcome back to another episode of the Morning Skate. You have Ked here and Dale. Dale, say what up. What's going on? Where can we find you? In the analytics of the podcast. Awesome. Thanks, man. This is a huge podcast. Uh, if you guys have been following along recently, we did a uh, 1980 40th anniversary party downtown Saratoga. It was awesome. And we have Patrick Dempsey. He played Mike Ruzioni in the movie. We got him on right now. Pat, Patrick, how's it going? Great, boys. How are you? Good man, yeah. So we're in upstate. You're out in Cali. You have like the sunshine behind you, and like leaves have our trees have leaves, yeah. and we're just out here in the tundra, man. <laughs> it's actually the worst weather we've had in a while. It's raining, and right now it's 64 degrees. That's cold for us. We have oh, the fireplace. We have the fireplace on inside, and I, like I said, I had to escape the house because my wife was napping on the couch next to the fireplace. So I'm sitting in the car. <laughs> I, know, I love it the commitment there is unreal. unreal now you uh you're from mass right yeah yeah i grew up just north of boston like uh, next to salem in a town called danvers okay all right cool yeah. and, so one of the things other than miracle being the best i think the best hockey movie of all time i uh, think the, I, it's my favorite movie of all time i mean I would, yeah i mean dale how many times have you and i watched that like I, I'm not kidding, probably like 50, 60 times just through the years, like being on hockey tournaments or like we, yeah. over to watch a movie, Miracle. Like that was kind of the go-to. <laughs> that was the one. We oh, up, we've always played these uh, Can-Am tournaments up in Lake Placid. So yeah. every time we go up there, we fired up before the first game. It's, it's awesome. It's so funny about it is as I hear this from people that watch it, have watched it, you know, a hundred times or more. Uh, and I've only seen it a handful of times because uh, it's it's a completely different experience for me to watch it. So you guys, you guys are watching and you see the scene. I watch it and I see everything else that was going on that day, whether it be other guys in the movie that got really drunk the night before that were hung over <laughs> and we were like picking on them all day, making fun of them or whatever. You know, it's like. I remember the days. I don't remember specifically the scenes, you know? I mean, I I can't wait to hop into the movie, but I just I, – <laughs> quick question, I have a quick question before we do that. So, like, when when we're watching this movie, like, normally if, it, if it's an athletic, like, there's always, like, stunt doubles or something like that. But that was you guys on the ice. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, these guys are pretty fucking good, dude. Like, what what's your hockey background? 
Uh, so my hockey background, let's just put it this way. I was uh, a good locker room guy. Oh, yeah. D3, D3 college team. Okay. You know? um, but so I did play. I was a hockey player. But I will say I was one of the lesser skilled players okay. that was there. So, so a guy who, you know, I played third line D3, mm-hmm. got some ice time. And I was one of the lesser skilled guys. So the level there was pretty, pretty good. A lot of these guys had played division one if they hadn't played professionally or, you know, in, even up to the AHL and guys with some NHL experience. Okay. Yeah. So one thing that you might know is uh, Dale and I, we have something in common. We've also auditioned for a hockey movie one time. Uh, Dale, what was the name of the movie? Uh, it was Odd Man Rush. It was filmed in Utica, New York. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> there were probably, I don't know how many people showed up and literally the tryout was just 300 people. We drove out there on a Tuesday night, like three hours each way. There's, we were expecting maybe a hundred or something, but the whole yeah. thing was packed. It was 300 packed. people. So like, and all we did is they had us get our gear on and you did one Russian circle down the ice and that was it. And then you got and that's off. That's all they that- gave you. Yeah, so what was what was it like? How'd you find the movie? And then when you found the movie, what was it like getting cast? I mean, to play Rizzo. I just, I don't even know. Because this movie also, like, 1980 was a huge deal. But this movie, I think, kind of really put it on the map to everybody who didn't really know what was happening. At was, that, if that makes sense. Like, this movie. Yeah, was- it's brought the, the story to uh, several other generations that weren't alive, right. you know, when it happened. So, and, and. I don't know if you've gone back and watched the original footage. It's just terrible to watch. You know, <laughs> like it's it's horrible to watch. It's like, you know, you see in, there's the blue patches on the ice because they hadn't figured out the white balancing of the camera. Like, it's, you know, it's just, and it's so grainy. So, you know, we're, I think it's great that in, you know, high definition, this right. story has been told again. And And that's the thing. It's like, you know, there are great sports moments all over the place. But until they make a movie about you, you're, exactly. it's not cemented in stone. You know? <laughs> no, that's it's a good like, call. It's, it's so, but so back to the audition process, uh, I, you know, I was doing an internship at, a, at like, a, like a little um, graphic design house uh, to, to finish college. And, man, I, was, I had so much energy. I was just really restless. I was sitting behind a desk losing my mind, you know, and I was like, oh, what can I do? What can I do when I get out of school? And I thought... You know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go to acting school. Okay. Right. So I, I kind of like start slacking off that day and I start Googling things. This is 2000. This is October 2002, right? Yeah. Actually, October 16th, 2002. I remember the date. <laughs> and uh, I kept looking online and I found an open casting call for hockey players to act in a movie. And the auditions were ending the next day in Boston. So the, 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 the few details I had about it, it was about the 1980 Olympic team. It was about the miracle on ice. Um, Disney was doing it, doing the movie, and they were casting a bunch of different cities, six or seven different cities, New okay. York, Boston, Toronto, Vancouver, L.A., Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minnesota. So, you know, they were, they were really looking for people. So I was like, sure, this is it. So, of course, then I go to the woman I'm working for. I say, hey, can I have tomorrow off? Uh, so I can, she's like, what do you want? I go, well, I want to go audition for this movie. It's just like, yeah, go ahead. 
<laughs> you know, like, and so the next day I went in and I took the train into Boston and did the audition. And man, I was so nervous. I, I was like, I was. Sh- was that the was first time busy. you've auditioned for anything? First time I acted, yeah. So I, I, <laughs> what I was doing, you know. So I'm like, um, I'm, I don't know if you've ever had to do like public speaking in front of a group, yeah. but it's or or auditioning, but it's you, you just like I was shaking my lip quiver lip like you know like I couldn't even speak pouring sweat I mean I'm just pouring in sweat in this audition and I leave it's in a hotel I can't remember what the hotel was but I leave the hotel and uh I go downstairs and there's a bar in the lobby and I was just like I just ordered two whiskeys on the rocks immediately and just poured them back just because my nerves were, were completely shot you know yeah. Um, but so that was the first one. And it was really like um, that was October. A month later, they called called me back and they said they were going to have an on ice thing like what you guys went to, you know. And they had several hundred guys there as well in 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 Boston. And uh, then from there, it was like two weeks later, they called me back to audition again. And another week later, they called me back. I, I think I auditioned six or seven times in Boston. That's uh, wild. And, and then they flew the they then they flew uh, a bunch of us to LA to to audition. So they had like I think 20 actors from LA and 20. It's funny. It's so long ago now. It's like all of these things are starting to fade. I should write them down <laughs> at some point. <clears throat> but and so there was like you know a bunch of guys they flew in from all over the states and Canada and then a bunch of actors that they brought in and we had like a weekend long camp where we played hockey we played a scrimmage they watched you know they watched a, a practice that was run dude how uh, sick was that and that, yeah like, it was so fun Friday? it was so fun yeah and then and then you know we did the audition so at that point i knew who they wanted me for right uh I didn't really understand how big it was, you know what I mean? And I think yeah. if I if I did understand how big it was, I wouldn't have had as much fun as I did. You know, okay. I would have put yeah. a lot more pressure on myself. But I knew they wanted me because they they hooked me up with an acting coach to work with me before the auditions, you know, for the executives in in, you know, That's so cool. for Disney. So yeah, so so I left that weekend and a bunch of guys got cast. I definitely wasn't good enough they were not convinced <laughs> so I went back to Massachusetts and the next week they called me and wanted to bring me back to LA again to screen test so they flew me to LA twice within two weeks to do it and you know I was and you, and you, you have know, zero acting experience you're just no like acting experience I, you know I had been on a plane like one time yeah, yeah. I've been on a plane one time in my life you know I'd never been out of my time zone my family's like, they're, what, they want to fly you to Hollywood? Like, of course, they're like, what is going to happen to you <laughs> yeah. out there? You know, it was a really, really crazy experience. I mean, that's when, when do you remember when you found out that like you got it, like the exact moment? Yeah, I do. And, and I actually live only about uh, two and a half miles away from where I was when I found out. So oh, it shit. was Randy Hiller was the 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 casting director who was working on it she's now the head of casting for disney but she was hired by them to do this before and i remember i went to her casting office i auditioned uh with the director and the acting coach and they said you've got it and i was just like i remember going outside and sitting down on a there's a stone wall outside 
the, the office where it was in Larchmont Village in L.A. And I remember calling my parents and just going, I, I got it. <laughs> I, I got it. Like, having no idea how I had managed to. And, you know, and, and like I said, at that point, we still didn't know how big it was going to be. We, we, yeah. had, we didn't know if it was going to be any good. We didn't know if it was going to be released to theaters. We, you know what I mean? We didn't know if it was going straight to VHS at that point. Yeah. You know, I mean, we just really had no clue what we were getting into. So, or I was getting into, but yeah. When, when did you like, when did you know that it was may have been a little bit bigger than you had thought? Because like, I mean, Kurt Russell is not. Yeah. He, I mean, <clears throat> no. Lost, right? I, I yeah. hope you have funny stories to tell me about that guy because he is yeah. the man. Yeah, he's the man. <laughs> you know, I think I realized and my family realized what it was when the the trailer for the movie was released. And, you know, they they found out what movies it was playing before at the local movie theater and and so they wanted to go, you know, see it had been released on, you know, E Entertainment on, you know, or whatever, but they wanted to see it in the theater, but I remember them the reaction when they saw that and it's just like they my face of America like <laughs> twenty-five feet tall in the movie <laughs> They were just like, Oh my god, because they didn't they didn't, you know, I got the script, they didn't read the script. And I and I had read it, but I had no idea how to tell them like, oh, this is how much I'm doing. You just don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I get jobs now and I go, oh, yeah, it's great. It's great. Wait till you see all this thing. And then 90 percent of what I do, it disappears. And they're like, oh, you had one line in that. <laughs> Did it, when when you're like doing this movie because you've never acted before, like some of the actors like taking you aside and like helping you out. Was it like were you guys all on set like super tight? Was it kind of like a hockey team? Like it was exactly like any hockey team I had. So we had. 12 guys from the states really and then the, everybody else was canadian right they were all local to vancouver so they put i think it was 12 of us or 13 of us up in a hotel you know in you know in vancouver and it was you know i was 24 and you're all the hockey oldest, the oldest guy was 28 i think the youngest was 18 all hockey players and you know <laughs> none of us had had a dime before this mm-hmm. you know and we're just living it up running around town in 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 vancouver uh and so it was so much fun but we had um the first month we were up there so we went out like a month before we started shooting we did like a hockey camp so we were on ice eight hours a day and then we would do like acting lessons for like three or four hours at night after and just go over all the scenes so everybody knew what was going on and uh, so, yeah, I mean, we were we were put to work from the moment that we got there. Um, but it, it, you know, it's I, I'm it's funny. There's several guys that are here. Actually, there's five of us that are in L.A. that were in the movie. And within in the last three days, I texted with three of them. So, oh, I mean, it's, it's you know, cool. Eddie, Eddie Cahill, who played Jim Craig, Sammy, my buddy Sammy, who was um, Janicek, Kenny Mitchell, who was Ralph Cox. Ralph Cox. Eric, yeah, Coxie, Eric Peter Kaiser, who was um, Mark Johnson. We're all, oh. all of us are still in town here. Yeah. I mean, oh my God. Yeah, that's we go great. have breakfast together. We go to the Kings game together. It's hilarious. That's <laughs> unreal. Do like people yeah. recognize you guys out when you guys are together? Yeah, it is. It's pretty funny. You know what? Uh, like five weeks ago, before all of this quarantine craziness, right? 
my buddy's got Kings tickets. He calls me the day of. He goes, hey, you want my tickets? I'm not going to be able to make it. It's like a one o'clock game. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll take them. I live like five miles down from Staples Center. So I go down there to the game, and I'm sitting with another guy. You know, my buddy, we're watching. All of a sudden, we look up on the, the Jumbotron, right? And we see, like, all of a sudden, clips from Miracle, right, of me. Yeah. And he, and he's looking at me. He's like, do they know you're here? Because you know how they'll do like that? Yeah. They'll cut to somebody in the crowd. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what, like, I don't know, right? <laughs> So, so then, but then they cut to like actual footage from the, the 1980 game, Mike Arruzzioni. And all of a sudden they go, and welcome to the Staples Center, Mike Arruzzioni. And I was like, oh my God. And he was like, you know, up in the, uh, up in like a, 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 what the hell do they call those? The private the, uh, suite, yeah. the private yeah. suite, right? And I'm like, oh my God, no way. No what are the fucking chances of that? Right? So, so we go out in between periods. To, to go to get some beers and we look up and he's doing an interview in between periods with Jared Stoll, like right, right next to us. Yeah. Like Stoley does like the in-game interviews and stuff. Uh, so my buddy's like, dude, dude, and there's a couple of the friends we were with and they're like, dude, we got it. We got it. Can we meet him? Can we meet him? I'm like, yeah, hold on. I'm like, I haven't seen him in 16 years. I haven't seen him since the premiere. I don't think. It's Could you imagine me. if you crashed that interview? How funny that would have been. Like, ah, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> So uh, we go over there and there's like a group of like 40 people or so waiting to meet Arruzioni after he comes out of this interview. And so, you know, I say to that, there's a guy that works for Staples. I'm like, are you handling Mike? And they're like, yeah. I was like, I just want to say hi to him. You know, I played him in the movie. He's like, oh, I, oh yeah. So I'm like standing there waiting. And uh, this guy comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, is he your dad? <laughs> I go, I go, no, man. And then the guy goes, you guys look exactly alike, right? Oh so my, my friends god. just lose it. They lose it. They're like, oh my god. They're like, you played him in the movie, man. And the guy yeah. was just blown away. He, he, he was like, so then we took a picture together. We met Mike. I got to introduce my friends to him. And he, I, you know, I hadn't seen him in forever. And uh, we took a picture together. And I looked like, oh, holy crap, we do look a lot alike. It's weird. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Yeah. That's wild. So many years later, too. And now... I feel like filming a movie is hard enough, but filming a hockey movie where you guys are wheeling around on the ice for a ma- not a majority, but quite a long time. Was it hard getting those scenes right? Like how many times did you guys have to do a scene of like rushing the puck up the ice or like shooting the puck on net? Was that a lot or did they just find like good stuff and just clip it together? So we started, um, we, like I said, we did a month of, of rehearsals, right? So we started and we were going through all the plays, going through all the plays and and rehearsing them over and over and over again. And then we started shooting and we realized that they looked like shit. They just didn't, uh, it didn't look organic, right? And so what they decided to do, uh, we planned out all the goals. So all the goals were shot because it's, you know, you're trying to recreate, you know, you want some historical accuracy, Mm -hmm. right? especially with goals that are that famous. Um, And so we did that, but then they would just load up like five or six cameras, put them around the rink, move the extras around to fill in, you know, fill in the stands and they would just drop the puck and let us play hockey. Honestly, we were playing pickup game. Like, no, Billy Ranford's in between the pipes for USA for us. Right. So, we just pull the puck out and like start a rush and go the other way and we would just play until someone scored 
you know, it, like we would just keep going. We'd be line changes. Kurt would be calling line changes on the bench as Herb, you know. No. And so they, a lot of the, the flow of the footage was pieced together uh, through all of that, like, freeform hockey that, like, just the game of shinny that we were playing. Yeah. Was there, I'm like, sorry. was there? So good. Yeah. Oh, sorry. What was that? Good. Was, were you guys, like, hitting during that? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, you're just out there playing hockey. That's so. I mean, everyone's aware we can't hurt each other, you know, because if somebody's face gets nailed, but, you know, then the whole thing's going to go down. And there were guys that had stitches. Like Bill Ramford was in the pipes. He got hit, a shot deflected. He got hit in the eye. I think it was over his eyebrow. He got six or seven stitches or something, came right back out, went to the locker room, got stitches, came right back out and started shooting again. That's insane. (laughs) <laughs> what do you have a uh, a favorite scene do i have a favorite scene uh there's yeah my probably my favorite scene is the scene that got cut out of the movie oh and you can you can only see a clip of it in one of the trailers and it's us dancing at a disco Ooh. oh no way full-blown full blown bell bottoms i had a gold chain dangling in the chest hair like <laughs> Uh, like uh, Ralphie Cox looks unbelievable with his stash and, and it's, yeah, it's, and there's like one clip of me like dancing in like a disco in, in one of the trailers that didn't make it to the movie. And that was probably the most, I mean, it was, we shot all night long at this, you know, at a disco and unfortunately there wasn't room for it to get in there. No shit. And I know that there's tons of like serious moments. Like when you, Say Mike Brizioni, Winthrop, Massachusetts, not United States of America, like that was captivating. Or like Herb Brooks, uh, the speech in the locker room before you go out to play the Soviets. Like, what was it like filming those shots? Because like, I mean, talk about incredibly meaningful and just like people know what people know it like secondhand. Yeah. Like they memorize it. Like they know that shit. Like, yeah, we were. I was just talking to my wife and I ran into Kurt. Uh, probably two years ago, a year and a half ago in Santa Monica. He was out to dinner and uh, <laughs> we walked by, we see him on the patio and I was like, I got to go say hi to him. And she was like, I think you should. <laughs> because out of, think of all the movies Kurt Russell has done, like the, the most quoted material he's probably ever done is from Miracle. Yeah. I mean, even to like that little kid who like redid his speech, yeah. it's all yeah. over YouTube. You know what I mean? It's like, it's it's there's something incredible about uh, about the movie because it's um it doesn't go away which is no. what my, my wife has been an actress for 25 years and she's like i've never made something that hasn't just come and gone she's like it all goes away she's like 99.9 percent of things that are filmed just kind of come and go yeah. she's like this thing keeps coming up constantly um, but so, anyways, we so so, because I was like, you know what, I should, I, I don't like to bother people, you know. When I see people right. in LA, we see celebrities, and I, I don't bother people, but I was like, you know, I want to go say hi to them, so I go, I, I kind of approach their table, right? And they're so famous, yeah, like they just feel you feel people approaching you, like I do when when I know someone's like, oh, you got that's Rizzo, like 
there's like an energy you can feel about it, right? Yeah. And so they feel me like approaching the table and I can feel them like ignoring me. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I'm just like, um, Kurt, uh, hey, I just want to say hi. It's uh, Rizzo from Miracle. <laughs> and his whole body goes, holy shit, Rizzo. No way. <laughs> Yeah, my wife was kind of like at a distance. She didn't want to approach with me, you know, and so yeah. she was just like, she goes, watching that from a distance was really, really funny because he clearly has gotten so much joy out of that performance and, you know, and and how people love that film. So, uh, I'm you know, another thing, I'm happy that I went up and said hello to him too, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And just, yeah. oh, and just that you're you're you kind of nailed it because you have that whole like oh don't really like don't bother yeah, me right yeah. and it's like holy shit oh my god no way like yeah. <laughs> yeah so i mean working with with kurt it's funny because we did i didn't know what i was doing at the time yeah you know um i didn't know what i was doing at the time so it it was it was just sort of a surreal experience and he was so good and so professional that you know what he was he was ready to work every day and and he really helped to create the environment for us to believe that it was real like we knew our lines i knew yeah. my lines i knew what i was supposed to say and i knew you know what i was supposed to feel but like when he showed up he brought the heat man yeah. i mean he was and like easier for you guys right cuz then it's like yeah. Yeah. right exactly that's unreal, Dale. What what questions do you guys? I know that you wrote down yeah. quite a few. So I uh, so I watched a little. I I did did a little homework. Watched it again. Uh, first half of it today. But um, the scene of the of again, you know, the classic line. How, how much did you guys skate and like just walk us through what that was like? Because it looks like you guys are all out of breath for sure. So. Yeah, there wasn't much acting going on with there. <laughs> they yeah. just bag you guys? They bagged us. They totally <laughs> bagged us. And uh, the, Gavin O'Connor, who's the director, who, whose new movie just released, by the way, The Way Back, his okay. newest movie with Ben Affleck. It's good. We actually, it got pulled from theaters because of all this craziness. So we rented it the other night. It's worth a watch. Good, okay, good cool. movie. Um, but he brought us together. Uh, you know, the, the day we were starting this and he was like, guys, you're going to want to kill me for the next three days. Um, uh, it's going to be horrible. We're going to, you know, he's like, we're going to kill you. But the uh, I think we can all come together and make something that's going to live forever. You know, he's like, this, this yeah. is going to be temporary and, and all of this, this movie is going to live forever. And we were just like, Fuck yeah, let's go, you know, and um they they bagged us for pretty for the the better part of three days, um, which was yeah I mean if we it's we did have some of us had stunt doubles in case there was a big hit and the stunt doubles did do some of that too, um, so we all just got ripped to shreds <laughs> like there was like there's guys gagging there's guys puking and and that was really happening, uh, and so for my part with the last part that we shot at the end of three days. And actually, Kurt wasn't even around when we shot that part. When I'm like, I'm living in the United States. Oh, no way. Kurt wasn't even there. 
it was the director Gavin on you know on a, a megaphone yeah. yelling at us to go you know again again again. So it comes down to they're shooting me, and he's like, "All right, just Rizzo." This is after they've already bagged the shit out of us, right? Yeah. So he sends me down and back. I come back, just Rizzo sends me down and back again, and I'm just like. He's trying to prep me to do this. Oh my god! That's awesome. Bagging me, right? Just Rizzo again, and like a couple of the guys went with me. Nice. I was like, yes. (laughs) We come back. Just Rizzo. Everybody went with me, and it was like nobody would let me do this alone, man. It was like it was. was, Yeah, it's like honestly, I get emotional thinking about it because. It was, uh, you know, we had formed such a tight bond by that point yeah. that, like, you know, and these none of those these guys are on camera when this is happening. You know, they did it to support yeah. me. They did it because, like, it just sucked. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you want to know what's crazy about that? It's almost like both teams, like, that was the point where everybody, like, kind of came together, right? Like, yeah. those guys helping you out and then you doing that for, for the United States and, like, getting fucking Herb's approval. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's, oh, that's ultimately shit. what. Yeah, it's the ultimately what the whole thing was about. And so, if there's any question as to whether you know why it reads the way it does on film, it's because there we weren't acting it out. No, because yeah. it was so, really happening. Yeah. Did you did you get to talk to the play, like the uh, 1980 players as it was was going on? Like, did you get to talk to Ruzioni and be like, "Hey, man, like I'm playing you. Like, do you have any tips? Like, was it anything like that?" <laughs> well. You know, he lives only like 10 miles away from where I grew up. So once I got the part, you know, they were like, these are the qualifications, right? Like wicked hardcore Boston accent, right? Shoots lefty. (laughs) And looks Italian. And I'm Irish, but I look Italian. (laughs) Yeah. No way. So, um, you know, what, what they, you know, Gavin, the director, told me, he said, I don't want you to feel any pressure to be something or do something as long as you're you're gonna everything we need for Eruzioni. so when i did talk to mike uh, you know i just wanted to really i just wanted to like be around him and feel feel what it was like and because i i really didn't know i did not act at all i wasn't gonna go do a character study because it i wouldn't even have known where to start you know so luckily for me, I looked exactly the way I needed to. I shot lefty and I had a great Boston accent. I don't know, you know? No shit. Man. Yeah. So, I mean, this is like, I, I love watching your reactions to this, your faces, because like, this is my life. It's weird. It's yeah. still weird. It's still weird for me that this happened, that, that like, I never planned on this, you know? I, I don't know, like, I can't even believe how perfectly everything had to have aligned for me to do this you know and and the massively profound effect that the actions of Mike Ruzioni has had on my life I live in Los Angeles I, I know what I lived you know what I mean like that Before alone you've only been on one plane and now like you live in LA yeah and I live in LA now so I mean it's it's yeah it's like when you when I start going down the list of like because it you I I'm used to it I'm used to it now you know like it's just my life and, and but I know from the outside it sounds totally ludicrous and some days from the inside it sounds totally ludicrous too. 
I mean, that's – I don't even know, man. That's just crazy. Like, and then the gold medal game. So, was that – did you guys just, like, kind of scrimmage that team in front of a ton of people, and that's how they got those shots? Is that what happened? That's – yeah, like I said before, they would set up the cameras and just shoot. We actually shot that for six weeks. In front of that many the, people? The Russian game. No, so what they did was um, there was a few days, I think, we had 5,000 um, extras. Yeah, right? They, so, they had in, sorry, sorry, our, yeah, our local newspapers had like a call for uh, extras to just fill this, the stadium. Yeah. yeah. Did they, so they, did get they? All, they get all the wide shots. You know, the, there's like the big sweeping shots when the game is won and everybody's going Great. up to cheer. The best part about that is that's 5,000 Canadians cheering USA, USA. No way. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so there was a few days where we had 5,000 uh, extras. And usually there was probably 500 maybe, mm-hmm. 200 to 500. And really, as they would move the cameras, they just moved the people around right. to, to fill in. Yeah, so but we shot six days a week for six weeks to 12-hour days to, to shoot that Russian game. Were there, were there um, any injuries by any of you guys? Like, did you guys get hurt playing? I could see yeah. that much where the body would break down. It, you know, it's, it's funny because we're not – hold on. My earphones just gave me the noise that they're dying out, so let me take them off. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let me turn you up. So, yeah, I mean, there, there were. I mean, uh, my buddy – EPK who played Mark Johnson, he he tear his rotator cuff no. while we were doing it. He had stitches. He got stitches. There's one scene where you know they were trying to shoot him and they actually had to pull his hair down over his face yeah. because he had stitches and like you know the the fake skin over it. To ah. and, and I know I, whenever I can I see that scene I can't even tell you where it is but I'm like oh yeah that's when EPK had stitches. No way. That's crazy. Garrison, what else you got? Uh, I guess, yeah, who is uh, your favorite actor to hang out with on set? Or you, you mentioned the guys you still hang out with a little bit, but who is uh, a blast or any funny set stories you got? Hold on just one sec. I'm trying to get my speaker here because I can barely hear. Okay, go ahead. What was that? Who was my favorite guy to hang out with on set? Yeah, and any funny, funny stories or things that happen with you guys? <laughs> All right, which ones are appropriate to tell? Uh, <laughs> 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 it's funny, there's there's one guy in the movie that's a, still a good buddy of mine, and and Gavin, the director, was telling me, uh, you know, when he was editing, he's like, man, I I had to cut around him in every scene. I had to cut him out of almost every scene. I said, why? He goes, because he looked drunk the entire time. Was he drunk <laughs> for the whole five months? I said, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was pretty drunk <laughs> i won't tell you who it is though um you know the the one thing that that there were so many days i mean we're, we're working 12 hour days you know when yeah. we're there and there's a lot of downtime they've got to change the camera setups they've got you know we're moving from scene to scene so there's a lot of downtime so really there was just us hanging out in hockey equipment we wouldn't take our gear off so we would constantly just be hanging around uh in hockey equipment so i'm trying to think about my favorite my favorite moment was 
probably when I met um, when I met Herb Brooks. Wow. Yeah. And he uh, he comes to the rink. We were we were still in rehearsals, and so we all had like these white jerseys on, no names or numbers on the back, like nobody you couldn't tell anyone for anyone else. And we had cages on because if we got hit in the face with a puck before the production started, then it would have you know would have cost them a lot of money. So. Uh, so coach, our director's like, Hey, you know, um, Herb's going to curb coach Brooks is going to come today. So we're all out on the ice practicing. All of a sudden we hear a whistle. We look up and he's like, guys, come over here. So we go over to the bench and our director's like, guys, this is coach Brooks coach. This is our team. And he looks, he's like, how are you guys doing? And, uh, everybody was pretty quiet. So I was like, uh, well, you know, we're a little bit rusty. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> He looks at me, he goes, you must be a Ruzioni. No way. Because <laughs> he was always a little bit rusty. And man, everybody, we just died laughing. It was so perfect, you know. And then after I went up to him, I said, uh, today, coach, you know, you know, uh, you know, I'm Patrick. I'm, you know, I'm playing the Ruzioni. And uh, and he said, uh, he goes, yeah, I know who you are, Patrick. And I was like, oh man, <laughs> like that's when I think I, I realized I was I was in deep, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, God, like just somehow it didn't click that he would know who I was, let that's... alone the fact that I looked exactly like Mike Ruzioni, yeah. <laughs> you know. What did what did all your friends like back home say? Like, I'm sure like you had texts from the Fitchburg boys being like, "What the fuck's going on?" Right? <laughs> uh, I think it. It, it all like it all really started when, like I said, when the trailer came out, because then yeah. they got a glimpse of of what it actually was. Yeah. Um, and and really, I think everyone who's really close to me um, did really good job at um, their poker faces. I think, <laughs> you know, like I, I don't know if I would have been able to handle it if somebody that I that happened to somebody I know. But I think it was also just so astonishing yeah you know, that that it was just so weird but they were with me through the whole process so you know like the, the funny reactions were like people that i went to school with who had no idea yeah who all of a sudden i have i have friends that i know now that still have no idea like people that i work with in the industry here that are like oh my god i just put on this movie i was like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> That's you know, awesome. like, yeah, I had some guys that I worked with in the fall, and I guess Disney Plus had released a commercial that was like, you know, a bunch of sp their sports movies that they were advertising. And I got a text from a text chain with some guys I was working with. And they were like, "Why the hell are you on my TV right now?" No way! <laughs> like they had, they had no idea. I mean, it, it's. I think Garrison Kynale is probably my favorite movie if I really think about it. Just because of everything around it. Like, grew up playing hockey. I love the fact that I'm from the United States. You look at the the political climate that was going on during that time where we just took Russia to the woodshed. And then it just everything combined. And being, like, two hours south of Lake Placid and, like, getting the opportunity to go up and play in tournaments where that movie is playing at all times. Like, yeah. it's it's crazy, man. It's such an impact in hockey today, I think. Yeah. I, I don't think, like, how else are we ever going to have a, a moment in sports like that? I don't, I don't, I don't think it's possible, right? 
it's it, no, <laughs> I don't think so. A group of college kids went out there and beat the best team on earth. Yeah. I mean, yeah, not not in real life, you know, in a fictional movie. Yeah. You know, that's not based on a true story. Right. That's probably it's going to happen. We'll have those movies, but not something that's truly based on a real story. I mean, it's it's incredible. So what are you up to now? You're living in, in California. Yeah, I live in L.A. and I still act when it comes up, but I do a lot of sculptures like I make big, big sculptures for movies and TV and commercials. No shit. That's so, great. so let me see. Let me try this on you. So you guys watched the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, there was a Walmart commercial, right, with all these like aliens and characters from movies. It's and um, oh, what the hell is his name? Um, now, of course, I'm like forgetting his name. Um, this is hilarious. Oh, anyways, I'll try <laughs> to explain it. So there's like this flying jet ski that flies in with um, what the hell's his name? Uh, this is hilarious. I can't even remember. Anyways, it's like this flying jet ski. I'll remember and I'll text you guys after you can fly <laughs> in. Um, um, and it flies in. So it's like this huge like flying jet ski. And I sculpted the jet ski for it. So Shit. like big, big pop art stuff. Like I'll make um, f- like a full-size dinosaur sculpture for something. How, how did you get into that, dude? You're oh, just hold a interesting guy. Got it. Hold on. I've got it. Flash Gordon. Okay. Right. Flash Gordon flies in. I'm like, that was crazy that my mind slipped. Um, how did I get into this? Like, now I went to school for graphic design. Uh, yeah. You know, I worked in. Um, it's funny because when I got here, I needed work. Like, I was a movie star, and then you know, I quickly learned I wasn't as good as I thought I was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and no one was gonna hand me jobs without knowing how to act. Um. And so I was working in construction. Uh, I was renovating houses for many years in L.A. because it was, it was, you know, I worked for some guys and they would let me go to auditions. It actually worked out really well. But I got into like just the art world in the movie business because I had a background in art. So sculptures are sort of uh, a combination of construction and art. No shit, man. Yeah. That's so it's cool. Thing, it's, I, I freelance. There's a there's a union for the business. I freelance, you know. It's it's uh so you know I'll go work like fourteen days straight twelve hour days and then uh, I'm off. You're a jack of all trades, man. Hockey player, actor, sculptor, like yeah. That's... You got to learn how to survive. You learned a lot of tricks out here when you try to learn how to survive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. when you when I've still yet to have a real job, so not bad, that's... right? Yeah. yeah. Dude, you nailed it with Miracle. You could do whatever the hell you wanted the rest of your life. <laughs> you <nailed> it. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Uh, Dale, do you have any, any other questions you'd like to ask? Well, they're building a sculptor sculpture up in uh, Lake Placid okay. for the guys, right? Yeah, I saw they're doing like they're trying to raise funds for it, too. I know. Nobody asked me to sculpt it. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> so we had these uh, we had these guys on, Jordy and Ken. They've got uh, these blade shades. They're summer skates, actually. Oh, yeah, I, I saw think. the blade shades. Yeah, yeah. I've got, Hold on, are those the summer skates guys do those? Yeah, I've got them right here. So we're gonna we're oh, gonna no, read. Blade, no, the blade shades are with the Ultimate Hockey Fan Cabins, and right, I'm confused, Garrison. Uh, summer skates also like came on our podcast, and we're good friends yeah. with those guys too. But Ken and Jordy are uh, Ultimate Hockey Fan Cave, and they do these blade shades, so they're hockey sticks. 
Um, but we're yeah. gonna we're gonna reach out to them and we'll send you send you a pair of these because these are oh beauties perfect for the LA sun. I think <laughs> that that's a big uh, motto we've we've uh, taken on from them is to play it forward. So yeah, we'd love, love to send you guys a pair of those. Absolutely, man, and it's cool. So like we started this podcast like four years ago, and. Uh, Pretty much all of the best friends moved away, but we still wanted to watch hockey. So, like, we go on Skype and drink a 12-pack and watch hockey and hang out. And then we eventually st- started recording it. It's led yeah. to one thing or another. And, like, Garrison always makes fun of me, but I feel like hockey people are just c- cut from the same cloth. That's, like, my new go-to thing. Like, yeah. I, it was cool talking to you because I wasn't even nervous because, you're like, you played hockey. Like, you already – you are who you are, man. Like, and that's yeah. cool. Like, I love being able to, like, bullshit with you and, like, not be like, oh, well, I don't know if I – you know what I mean? Like this is a great people are the best, man. The best. I love you can chat with them all day long, right? The best, dude. And like, (laughs) I don't know. We just, we learned a ton about the movie and just like, you're a cool dude. You're a really, really cool guy. Appreciate, appreciate you acting in this movie. It made it what it is today. I think. Man, I'm the luckiest dude ever. (laughs) Absolutely. I I can't, there's no other way around it. Who gets to do that? I only one person. It's you, man. Only one person. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it. Man, I appreciate you guys having me on. Oh, yeah. Thanks for hopping on. And, uh, yeah, well, I'm sure we'll reach out with the sunglasses. All right. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. See you. Take care, guys. See you, man. The past is gone